Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Friday, April 29th, and we are going to have a high of 11 degrees here in the Edmonton area today. Good morning, everybody. We're broadcasting live as we do every morning on the Podbean app, live Real Estate Investing Morning Show every morning, Monday through Friday, Mountain Time at 6 a.m. Sorry, every Monday through Friday, <laughs> 6 a.m. Mountain Time. I swear, I because I because I, I listen to like the edits of like the podcast and like so I don't listen to the whole episode, but I listen to the first couple minutes, and like the begin the first couple of minutes are always the worst. It's just <laughs> like to get ourselves together. You could just tell that Wayne's just like really just trying to get pull himself together to put a decent episode <laughs> out there. Um, it's 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 like. In most cases, Gabby and I don't talk very much before the show starts. So it's like it's like my first 10 words of the day. Um, <laughs> so if you're ever wondering why it just it doesn't sound like I'm coherent, well, that's why. Uh, yes, every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Join us on the Podbean app. That's where you can listen in live, um, in case you're wondering. And there's the app's really cool. You can you can join in on the on the chat there. Lots of people joining in every morning. You can click the call in button and you can ask any questions that you have about real estate investing for free every morning, free coaching. Um, we, we, we created this platform to be a free resource for you to get your answers every day. Okay. So definitely join in life um, and uh, win some cool prizes. Um, we haven't talked about it much this month. Um, I'm realizing now, but mm -hmm. we do have the top fan of the month as well for, for the live show. And on the live show, what you do is you just join in live and there's a little heart button, kind of like a like button. You click that heart, right? And it accumulates the amount of hearts that you've, uh, you've, 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 you've given to the show. Um, by calling in, you get hearts. By, uh, what's the other one? Oh, sharing the show um, through the app to social media platforms, you get more hearts. Um, so whoever has the most hearts at the end of the month um, they get entered into a draw for a prize. So uh, what we do is the top five fans of the show every month, um, what we do is we do, you explain this because you do it way better than I do. I always mess it up. <laughs> so the people who come in the top five spots um, at the end of the month, the person in first place gets five ballots. The person in second place gets four ballots. The person in third place gets three ballots person in fourth place gets two ballots and the person in fifth place gets one ballot and all of those ballots get entered into a container that's what we have <laughs> not a hat i'm not gonna lie <laughs> and uh, we draw a name for the top fan of the month so we'll be doing that draw on monday here um for the april fan of the month now this is the last month that we're giving away uh one month of mentorship so mm -hmm. mentorship includes uh uh <laughs> Two calls, <laughs> two one-hour calls with Wayne, Mr. Hillier. Uh, so those are like kind of like strategy calls, um, getting all your questions answered, figuring out what you want to do, where you want to go. 
And then in between those calls for the remainder of the month, you get unlimited calling and te- or sorry, not calling, um, texting and emailing. So getting kind of all of those one-off answers as you kind of hit obstacles and stuff to um, keep you moving forward in between those two calls. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the yeah. last month we're going to give away that prize. Next month we'll have a different prize. Um, so very excited to see who wins. Um, I, it looks like it's a bit of a tight race. Um, that fourth, fifth um, spot is going to be really tight. Um, so yeah, the only way to, to win that is to join in life. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, re- we reward action takers. We reward people who wake up early. Yeah. Right. Just like life. You gotta, you gotta jump on opportunities. So, uh, that is uh, going to be on Monday. Today is the last day to get your hearts in. Um, you know, even if you're not in the race, still click those hearts. You know what it actually does? It helps our show, the ratings in our show. Yes. For the live platform. So, yes. I mean, it's still cool. I mean, it's, I'm not gonna beg. It's not that big of a deal. But also, you know. Click the share button on on you know your social platforms, LinkedIn and Facebook, etc., and share the show. Let other friends know about it. Um, you don't have to keep this to yourself. You don't have to hold it to your chest. <laughs> uh, the more people that listen to the show, the more people that have opportunities to to better themselves. The more people that have opportunity, and maybe and maybe maybe it's a joint venture partner who's just a little on the fence about this whole real estate thing. They've never heard about. What do you mean you go to networking events? Like who the hell? We'll go to an event to talk about real estate investing. That doesn't doesn't exist. You know, maybe if you got someone in your life that's like that. Or maybe, you know, someone who's a little bit on the fence about investing with you. um, You know, send them the show. Show them that's a real thing. Show them that this is what you listen to every morning. Um, You don't have to hide it from them. I mean, I think that some joint venture partners... uh, you know, that they're just, they're, they're not, they're not going to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I can just imagine. That, and I, and I, and I, and I know this because, um, I just through coaching calls and stuff like that, and, you know, in the past about people that, well, I don't want to give them, here's a better example. Um, I, 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 I think I told one person, give them, give them this book, give your partner, your prospect, this book. And so they could read about real estate investing. And uh, the coaching client said, uh, no, I don't want to give them that book because then they'll know how to do it themselves. I'm like, you can't just hold all this information to yourself just because you don't want them to learn how to do it themselves. If they want to do it themselves, let them do it themselves. That means they're not a good prospect. They're not your partner. Yeah. Right? But Yeah, don't try to shelter them. (laughs) Don't shelter them from the information because I'm the only one that knows how to do that. No. So what I'm saying is share the show, share books and information with them, make them feel more comfortable about it. But the joint venture partner that you're looking for, the perfect partner, is the type of person that even with all the information, they still don't want to do it on their own. They want you to do it for them. So share the show. Long story short, I went into a point that didn't need to be (laughs) brought up, but I can't stop. Uh, we've got some upcoming events uh, coming up here. <clears throat> it's funny how those upcoming events uh, come up, hey? <laughs> uh, Sorry. Today's Friday, right? And oh, yeah. What do we do every Friday? What do we do? Every Friday, we do Friday live training. Yeah. Uh, in our Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook group. So definitely go and... Um, Join the Facebook group if you haven't already. Every Friday we do Friday live training. 
Yeah. And so uh, can I just say something? Because um, it confuses some people. So Wayne creates an event stating like, hey, on Friday, we're going live, but we don't go live like in that event that he creates. That's just a thing to tell you that it's happening, when it's (laughs) happening, where to go. Are you coming? Are you not? Are you thinking about it? You're interested. But when we go live, it's literally you'll find the live stream either on um, the the real estate in the Facebook group. Yeah. So yeah, at seven o'clock tonight, mountain time, just hop on over to the Facebook group and it should be streaming right there. Yeah. 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 That's, that's how you do it. Uh, I get a lot of messages like as we start. Where's the link? Yeah. To to find out like where the link is or how they find it. Why are you, why are you imitating? Because that's how annoying it is when people say (laughs) It's confusing. I agree. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it is. Um, With, with, uh, with, even with like Barry's um, Monday lives, I always need to, like the only way I can ever end up finding it is because you share it. Otherwise, I'm like, what group is it in? Where do I go? How do I get there? Yeah. Yeah. So I know that it could be confusing. So I just wanted to let everybody know. Uh, Wilson says, share the show. There's enough Wayne for everyone here. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, today's topic or the this week's topic for the Friday Live Training is uh, Joint Venture 101. So we have a special guest uh, for that. Tonight, it's Barry McGuire's going to be coming on, um, real estate lawyer, educator, um, investor. It's been a real estate lawyer for over 45 years. Mm-hmm. So he knows his stuff. Um, he teaches, you know, joint ventures and all the other different creative strategies. So um, just a no brainer to have Barry come and join us as a guest speaker on that. Absolutely. Uh, so join in live at seven o'clock Mountain Time for that. Uh, as well, uh, May 1st, this Sunday, it's going to be the official start of our new real estate investing masters mentorship program as well. Yes. Very exciting. Very exciting. Congratulations to everyone that signed up so far. If you mm-hmm. are interested in getting your ass kicked and getting some education and coaching, um, definitely check out the mentorship program. Um, reimasters.ca. Yeah. That's how you find it. Um, all the information is there. Um, yeah. So for those of you that have already signed up, you're going to get access to the Facebook group and all the documents and, and, and content and stuff this Sunday. Uh, and then our first call is going to be on the 13th because, um, we're going to be at the rapid cash workshop next Friday. Um, so the coaching calls are, are in accountability calls are every Friday, um, after Friday live training. So we do Friday live training, which is the, the free live training in the Facebook group. And then you go into the mentorship program group. And in there, that's what we're going to be doing the coaching and accountability sessions. Yeah. We're actually going to be bumping it up an hour or two. So starting on the 13th or whatever date that is. Um, the... I didn't want to overcomplicate oh. it today, but yeah. Yeah. So on starting on the 13th, Friday Live Training will be at 6 p.m. And then our um, Master's Mentorship Program training will be at 7 p.m. Yep. Yep. So changing that up a little bit. Um, that's where the cool kids hang out on Friday nights. Not at the 7-Eleven. In the Facebook group, <laughs> learning about real estate investing. That's, I mean, it just makes the most sense. And then what else? May 15th? May 15th is our fix and flip investor meetup. So uh, that's our, we try and do monthly meetups. Um, so this meetup this month or next month, I guess, uh, May 15th, it'll be in Leduc at one of our fix and flip projects. Uh, this one's going to be pretty close to done, 90 to 95% done. Um, this flip, if you were there last month, uh, 
you know, you saw that it was getting all prepped and ready and getting ready for paint. Well, now the ceiling's been sprayed, the walls are painted, flooring's going in, kitchen's going in on Monday. Monday. Monday, um, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday. So there's going to be, it's going to be significantly different mm-hmm. um, next time we go see it on May 15th. So excited to see you guys there. If you are interested in uh, registering for that, it is free. It's a free meetup. Um, be there May 15th, Sunday at uh, 1 p.m., 1 to 3 p.m. Uh, we'll do a little presentation there for a little bit um, in the middle to kind of share some numbers with you and and talk about the project. And uh, But for mostly just it's a great networking event to meet other real estate investors. Yeah. We've already got close, I think, 50 people signed up. I think we're, we, we're capping it at 80. So we just opened it yesterday. Um, 50, 50 people have already signed up. So just to give you an idea that it, it will fill up very quickly. And it's free, so just sign up. Um, love to see you there. It's okay if you're from Calgary. It's okay. What? We'll let it slide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on out for the day. Why not? Yeah. Um, make a day of it. And uh, yeah, heck, you can come in from anywhere. It's it's a really great way to meet 80 real estate investors in the Edmonton area. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Yeah. Because every time I do it, every time we do um, our meetups, there's it always fills up within a couple of days. And then I get at least twice as many people asking if they can come. It's yeah. just, it's, I can only cram so many people in a house. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of investors in this area and in, in, in the Edmonton and Calgary area. So um, it's great to connect with them. There's not many other ways to connect with them other than online. Yeah. Which is not, not the same. Uh, yeah. So that's the upcoming events. Uh, I got some other stuff coming up in June, which we will announce in the next little while. Next little while. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking today is going to be a bit of a shorter episode uh, for a few reasons. Uh, well, one, um, Gabby and I need to head into the city today to go sign some uh, documents. Yeah. Um, Purchase docs. Yeah. Going to do a transaction. Um, a little uh, too early for tacos and transactions. Don't get me started. <laughs> We're going to be there. And Gabby made plans with the kid because the kid's off today from school. We have a tradition. <laughs> so what's very likely to, going to happen. Oh, I can't even take you out tonight because we got Friday live training. <laughs> I thought, okay, we'll just go out for tacos tonight. Nope. We got Friday live training. Son of a gun. <laughs> tomorrow. We're doing it tomorrow. We have to, you don't, you don't break tradition. This is this is important shit. You know, you're laughing right now. I'm being dead serious. I know, like, but what I what is crazy is that you'd be down for like 10 a.m. tacos. I'm not down for 10 a.m. tacos. I'm down for you canceling your your <laughs> your rock climbing thing that you booked today. Um, that's what I'm down for. Uh, no, what I'm dead serious about is 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 celebrating the wins. Yes, absolutely. Um, I probably got it like a huge. Um, disappointing face on right now, but you're acting mad at me that this is booked for today. But like, we should have signed with the lawyers yesterday. That should have been a yesterday thing, not a today thing. Uh, don't blame the lawyers. This is a fast transaction. <laughs> you know what that calls for? I wasn't blaming the calls lawyers. Calls for fast tacos. I was blaming you. Fast transactions call for fast tacos. <laughs> 
We have Jeremy a tradition. We have a tradition. If 10 a.m. tacos is a problem. No. <laughs> They're probably not even open. What's the place called? It's true. Check I know. Um just skip breakfast. Uh which one? Tecaria? Yeah, twelve o'clock. Not even open. Uh yeah, so we have a we have a we have a tradition. We do. Which is um what we what I call uh tacos and and, and transactions. <laughs> so whenever we transact on a property, we get a tacos. Uh it's I you know, you laugh about it, but there's there's a reason. And and it's 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 fun. It is fun. I was just about to it's, say that. It's, it's a fun. fun it's a fun, memorable thing. And it it's uh it has a cool name. The reason we do it is because because of the shit that you have to deal with day to day in order to get that transaction. Mm-hmm. The second we get that transaction, you know what's required? You know what's required for you like after the show this morning? I need you to get a binder for insurance. Mm-hmm. I need you to get insurance. Too sweet. No time to scroll your phone. I need you to go get insurance because we're going to the lawyers at 10 o'clock today. Right? We need to go to the bank, get a bank draft, go drive 45 minutes to the lawyers, go there, do that. And then this afternoon, I'm probably going to, I'm going to have to call for utilities tasks you know things you got to do mm-hmm. got to set up utilities get that set up for wednesday for possession. we have a checklist for that we have a checklist yeah <laughs> for sure but like then we got to meet with the contractors next thursday right fine and we got to go through all the stuff and and do a scope of work and i'm gonna have to get you to spend half a day doing a scope of work getting that all set up start ordering supplies you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of little things. And, and that this is for a flip property, obviously, but even with rental properties, like you have one moment that you can actually exhale, smile and enjoy it before you go right back to shit again. Mm-hmm. The whole due diligence process is, is a, is a huge pain in the ass for yeah. most people. It doesn't matter if I'm your, your first property or your 50th property. It's exhausting. And then right after you're done, that horrible diligence process where nothing went wrong or nothing went right. Now you need to go right back into it and, and start dealing with other stuff. And then you gotta start doing insurance and, and, and repairs that weren't properly done. And then you find something that the inspector didn't find. And then you try and find tenants, but they're all garbage. And then they move in and, you know, they, they say well, I'm ready, but I only have half the deposit when they said they're going to have full deposit. Like you just all the shit, 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 shit. So take a moment and eat a taco. <laughs> it's yeah. important. It's and a margarita. Very- and a margarita. Get a bulldog. And maybe a tequila shot. And and may, maybe a dose. <laughs> dose. Um, figure out what your thing is with your partner, with your spouse. Okay? Maybe it's for you Edmonton listeners. Um, maybe you really like Duchess Bakery. Get some macaroons. Right? Maybe there's a really, really nice coffee shop. Maybe there's a really, really, really nice tequila bar. I hate that it always has to be around drinking and food. 
because you get the more the problem is the more successful you get, the fatter you get. <laughs> but find find something, find a little, find a little fist bump. You know what I mean? Gabby and I have a little fist bump whenever we do something really good or really difficult, and we'll just do a quick little fist bump. That's our little thing. Um, when we transact, we get tacos. Um, find a thing for you to treat yourself to enjoy when you when you have that moment that you can celebrate that win. Um, if you don't do it, um, I the journey's hard. Mm-hmm. The journey to your dream, the journey to your you know your ultimate goal is a long journey, and it's a lot of shit. And it's, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of, um, kicks in the face and, um, you need to enjoy it. Find a way to celebrate along the way, celebrate your wins. It's otherwise you'll give up or otherwise you'll, you'll do really, 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 really well. And then one day you'll just wake up and you don't want to move because you're just exhausted because you've been just so much shit's been thrown at you and you've been kicked in the face so many times that just. I need a day. I'm not going to do that call today. Um, and we want to try and avoid that as much as possible. We don't want your your journey. Um, we, we, we want you to enjoy the journey as well. Um, so find your tacos and transactions. If you like tacos, then then make that your tradition. Hashtag it every time you go and do it. I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be really cool to start seeing people eating tacos every time they buy a house. <laughs> totally. <laughs> tag us tag us that you went out for tacos and none of that none of that bs tacos don't go to taco bell <laughs> spicy gordita or whatever the heck it is um no go get some authentic mexican tacos um don't tell them what kind of tacos they i'm whatever tacos they want. N- excuse me did i stutter? don't be tagging and hashtagging me if you're over <laughs> at taco del mar okay but the point is, 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 is the importance of celebrating your wins. Mm-hmm. Big time. Okay. So if you're wondering why Wayne is being such a dramatic little queen about it this morning. It's being very dramatic. About not getting his tacos. It's because I work very fucking hard. And all I ask is for a couple damn tacos. <laughs> so I'm going to have to take you out for tacos tomorrow. Sounds good. Um, you guys will see a picture and you'll know what it's all about. And as well, I'm curious. I haven't been watching the, the comments section today, but do you guys already have? Uh, Francis does Wings Night. Wings Night. That's awesome. That's awesome. I like it. You want to know why I like it? Because it's not a big, heavy meal. That's kind of why I chose tacos. Because if I said if I said pizza and uh, and properties, um, <laughs> I'd be a big boy. Um, but tacos, you only eat two or three, not a big deal. Wings, you eat you know a pound, maybe two pounds if you're feeling a little a little saucy that night. Um, but you're not going to put on a terrible amount of weight. We we don't want we don't want you to become unhealthy because of your success. Um, so try and choose something that's not like. You know, you know, don't be going down to the Olive Garden for endless breadsticks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, mind you, that doesn't sound terrible. I'm trying to think of um, a 
a catchy one-liner for Olive Garden. Pasta and properties. Pasta and properties. Yep. There you go. There you go. Um, I'm curious if anybody else has... Caffeine uh, goes to Julio's. Hooters? Julio's. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. You just made me drop an F-bomb. Hey, you do you. You do you, Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> Houses and Hooters. <laughs> is Hooters still a thing? There is a Hooters. I think it's in the mall, maybe, instead. Is that still a thing? I did, it, it's just, it seems so archaic. Oh, is um, it gone? Jeremy says, but not anymore. Pardon me? What's that? Um, I guess Hooters is no more. <clears throat> I know that it used to not be in the mall, and then they moved it into the mall, but the last time I was there, I saw it there. Are we just talking Edmonton or, or yeah. across Canada? Oh, I'm talking Edmonton. Oh, I, I mean, the business can't be doing very well. Lost its edge. <laughs> um, anybody else? Uh, Kathleen goes to Julio's. Awesome. <clears throat> um, Kathleen says we used to go to Tostadas, which is the... Where's Tostadas? No, they used to get Tostadas oh, at Julio's. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Red Lobster and Rentals. Robbie. <laughs> it's a classy guy. <laughs> Soup fries, aka poutine. Um, Josh says it's not in the mall anymore. Move just north to its own store. Josh, you seem to know a lot about Hooters. I thought it was the opposite, but Robin says it closed. We used to print for them and closed over COVID. Very cool. Very cool. Um, So make sure that you're celebrating your wins. I I don't know how long I want today's episode to go because <clears throat> we need to get ready and get on the road. Um, sounds like we've got a bit of a busy day. But one thing I wanted to touch on before we finish up. So <laughs> we literally, like literally, because I'm, I'm like, oh, I'll just do a half an hour show today. It's like 26 minutes. So it's like we got three and a half minutes left. It just feels like we just talked started. about Hooters and upcoming events. Great. <laughs> well, see, the moral of the story is, guys, is that you need to have a competitive edge in the market. Okay. Um, you can't just be using the same old edgy, we have girls in short orange <laughs> shorts. Okay. It, 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 yeah, it worked in the 90s. It worked in the 80s. It was edgy. Nobody else was doing it, but everybody's doing it now. Okay. Also, you know, cultures changed and you know, I'm not going to get it to, 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 you know, um, politically correct stuff, but like a lot's changed since the nineties. We don't smoke in cars anymore. There's no ashtrays. Okay. Kids aren't in the back of the station wagon anymore. A lot's changed since the nineties. Therefore your business model needs to change. So, uh, they didn't. And that's why, and that's why, you know, they're not in the mall anymore. And that's why, you know, nobody knows, nobody goes to, nobody knows, nobody goes to Hooters anymore. So it's a valuable lesson for you and your business. If, you, if it worked before, it's not always going to work. You can't just, you can't just, you know, continue with that principle that if it worked before, no, you got to change it up. You got to get creative. You have to have a competitive edge. You got to stay ahead of the curve. Don't be like Hooters and celebrate your wins. <laughs> no.
Thanks for listening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we can talk about other stuff too. We're show ever. We can talk about other stuff too. All right, fine. I'll stick around for a little longer. Oh my god, <laughs> it's just, just awful. Just awful. We did have a question earlier. Uh, we did. Yeah. <clears throat> Congratulations to everyone uh, who's joining us for the first time. <laughs> please come back, please. <laughs> I promise this isn't us. <laughs> Chris, Chris says, I miss taking the kids there on Sundays. Kids eat free. Wow. At Hooters? <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that. Do you want me to read our question? Yes, please. Jeremy asks, what are the advantages and disadvantages of buying a condo for a rental? Would you suggest it to new investors? Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll do disadvantages. You do advantages. Do you want to switch your room? I did, I did that on purpose. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Because <clears throat> you want to know why? Because it's always easier to find a reason not to, as opposed to finding a reason to. Yeah. Think about that for a second. There's always a reason. It's much easier to find a reason not to than there is to find a reason to actually do it. So I'm not going to give you the easy one. What if this? What if this? Well, this could happen. What if the special assessments? What if condo fees go up? I'd say the biggest disadvantage is probably, um, no, actually, I wouldn't call that the biggest disadvantage. Okay, so advantages, um, lower price point, lower uh, entry um, with the down payment. Okay. <clears throat> uh, you're talking about an affordable uh, rental price point, right? So... Um, there are a lot more tenants in that in that renter pool um, because of affordability. Mm -hmm. If you're buying six hundred thousand dollar houses with three three thousand dollar rent, obviously you're going to have a lot less renters than you know an affordable price entry level price point or price rent of can't put my words together <laughs> uh, thirteen hundred dollars, right? Yeah, there's a lot more people that make twenty dollars an hour than make two hundred thousand dollars an hour, or a year. A year. <laughs> we'll get through this. Let's say $40,000 a year and $200,000 a year. There's there we go. More. Is that better? Yeah. I told you you need to do this. <laughs> okay. So um, I haven't slept the last three nights. I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing really good considering. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I really wanted to talk about my gout on the show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, one too many tacos, I guess. And I have a gout flare up this week. So that's enough. We go from Hooters to gout. That's who we're at. Uh, and yeah, so what that, what that basically, I don't know for any of you that don't know what it is, it feels like someone um, crushed your toe with a sledgehammer. Um, so I can't, I can't walk <laughs> and, uh, and I can't sleep. Uh, so I'm, I'm running on like, I'm running on empty. Uh, I've been less than three hours sleep pretty much all week. It's been six days now. And uh, so that... Now you can understand why I'm a little dramatic and why I want my goddamn tacos. I'm gonna have um, to wheelchair you in, though. <laughs> oh, sorry. The, the the visuals that I'm getting today of like you know 
Wayne being like a grumpy pants with his arms crossed and, and getting wheeled into into a taco restaurant. With a baseball sized toe. With a baseball sized toe. And his flip flop. Someone's <laughs> cranky. <laughs> it, yeah. It just sounds really pathetic. Um but anyways, that's that's why I can't seem to get my words together today. I'll get back on to the uh, advantages and disadvantages of condos instead of um, single family homes. Because that's what you guys want to hear about. <laughs> uh, where was I going with it? Uh, it, it? It's more affordable. So because of the fact that it's more affordable, there's a lot more renters um, in that in that renter pool. Uh, so that is definitely an advantage. Yeah, for sure. Um, less down payment. So easier for you to get into the game of investments, um, properties, rental properties. Uh, it's easier to convince a joint venture partner to invest with you at 30,000 or 40,000, as opposed to 100,000. Um, a lot more people have that kind of down payment money. Ah, what else is there? Um, well, condos, you don't have to cover the exterior, exterior out, yeah. outside <clears throat> the studs. So it's, um, uh, lower repairs and maintenance. You know, your biggest expenses are going to be your furnace and hot water tank. You don't have to worry about windows, doors, siding. Or oh, are you talking about townhouses? I'm just thinking like apartment. Anything. You don't have any exterior. Yeah. Um, no exterior. Um, so just the inside. And if you're in an apartment, then yeah, it's on a boiler system and you don't have any of that. Yeah. So significantly less repairs and maintenance. Um, I would say vacancy is probably significantly less as well because just, well, just look at it. I mean, in that price point, uh, it's not really like, it's not like a suited house where people are moving a little more often. Mm -hmm. um, apartments and townhouses, they tend to stay a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, they're, unless of course it's someone who's like saving up for a down payment. I just find through my research that, you know, families will, will move in there and the family's household income won't change dramatically. It's not going to double overnight unless they get a huge promotion. Uh, so they'll, they'll typically stay there because that's, that's what their affordability is. Yeah. Right. And this isn't judgmental at all. This is just facts. Okay. Um, you need to know your tenant profile Yeah, and, and this is not judgmental. Um, it's just, it's just the facts of where, um, just different tenant profiles. That's it. You don't judge people for it. It's just how much money they make and what they can afford. Um, and there's significantly more in and around that 40 to $50,000 range than there is in the $200,000 range. I don't know many people that have careers that pay $200,000 a year. I don't. Yeah. I know lots of people that make $20 an hour though and $30 mm -hmm. an hour or $15 an hour. Yeah. Cause there's a lot more entry level jobs than there are executive jobs. Uh, so that's the advantages I would say now disadvantages. Oh, here we go. Um, condominium, uh, HOA fees. Mm -hmm. Um, so you're going to be paying fees for all of the uh, maintenance uh, on the exterior. We talked about how you're not responsible for it, but you are paying fees that are being allocated towards yeah. the repair and replacement of all the uh, exterior um, items that are that are uh, that the condo board is responsible for. Yeah. 
uh, i.e. siding, windows, doors, roof. Um, uh, landscaping, grading, parking lots. Parking lots. Um, insurance. So the insurance for all those shared areas, common areas. Uh, what else is there? There's uh, also, um, they take care of lawn maintenance and snow removal. So that's all part of it as well. Yeah. Uh, that's all in the HOA and condo fees. Um, but it's, it's, it's quite reasonable if you think about it for setting aside, you know, 3,600 or, or five grand a year, you know, to cover those things. That's normally what you would probably pay per, per, per year if you were to have snow removal and, and no exterior responsibility. If you think about it, like the, the repair and replacement of the exterior of a house over a period of 20 years will equate to about that much. Yeah. Um, not to mention the fact that you're paying a much cheaper home insurance. So a portion of that is actually going towards home insurance as well the, to, to cover the exterior of your home because, you know, yeah. so it's, it's, I think it, I think it works out to be about even on what you would pay the, the money that you save. Um, now I saw special assessments there. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is the biggest fear one of the biggest fears and that's what if condo fees just go up well it's part of your diligence that you need to do when you're looking at a condominium you need to look at their reserve fund study and their budget okay so i don't want to go too far deep into this because we've, we've talked about this a million times and and it, it, it's a full one to four hour conversation. Um, but part of your diligence is to have a look at the reserve fund study to find out because it's required for every condo every five years. I don't know if it's just Alberta or it's Canada, but to have a reserve fund study done. And basically they hire people to go in and they, they review your reserve fund. They review all of the items that need to be maintained and repaired on the exterior and they put it into a large schedule and then they determine their recommendation for condo fees to ensure that you have enough money in your reserve to cover all the repairs and maintenance for all those items. Mm -hmm. This isn't just um, Susie over in unit three, you know, the, the, the board director. Yeah. Um, no, she hires a reserve fund study company to tell her what to do and set the budget at. Okay. So, however, you know, um, they still do approve things that's, that they shouldn't have approved, right? Things do come up that were outside of um, mm -hmm. what was expected. Mm -hmm. And um, like Susie over in, in, in that one condo that we owned, um, she wanted to have, uh, she wanted to install uh, front railings on the steps that were on hinges so that you could swing them out. So you could swing the, 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 the railing out so that you can fit couches through for when you're moving in and out. And she also wanted um, um, light bulbs on timers outside so that at 7 p.m. everyone's lights turned on and you had to leave your switch on. Otherwise, she'd come over and knock on the door. Um, there's a lot of people that take a lot of pride and they'll add little extra dumb things like that. Mm -hmm. That's not going to set a special assessment. You know, it's not going to set you um, off course with your reserve fund. So you have to do a special assessment. But sometimes people will be like, well, yeah. we don't really, you know, they said to do the fences in five years, but just I'm. I just tired of looking at, at, at Tammy's and uh, I think we should do it now. And uh, we're going to take a vote 
and then everybody votes yes. Um, so it, it does fall on the management uh, of, sorry, the, um, it does the board of directors and their decisions as well. So from time to time, it can be mismanaged, the reserve fund. But for the most part, you know, do your diligence and check on the reserve fund study, check on the budget that they have, um, check on the, the current amount in the reserve, and check on last year's budget and how well they did and make sure that they're following the reserve fund study recommendations. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to know if it's a good um, condo. If they are way off from what they should have in the bank and they don't have enough money for the upcoming um, roof replacement in six years or in whatever, in four years, let's say, then then don't buy that condo because they clearly don't, they haven't allocated enough funds for that. And if they don't have enough funds in the reserve to cover something like that, then what they're going to do is they're going to hold a meeting and propose a special assessment. Mm-hmm which is that we are going to call and all of the owners and have a vote about how to deal with this because we need to replace the roof in four years. We have two options. We can either increase condo fees by um, 75%. So we're going to increase them from, or 50%. We're going to increase them from 300 to $450 for five years. Or we can do a $6,000 special assessment where you pay right now. You get to choose and everybody votes yeah. and they're both bad. Yeah. One option, the condo fees go up to 450. Well, that means the value of that, that your, your townhouse is going to go down. Yeah. Right? Less the people are going to want to buy it. What's that? Well, if you try to sell, those are high condo fees. People aren't going to want that. Well, yeah, it, it, it lowers the desirability of your condominium. So therefore mm-hmm. the value of that condominium is going to go down, right? Because it's going to sell for less. Yeah. If it had good condo fees and a good reserve fund, then it would it would be more desirable. Mm-hmm. So, or the other option is to pay $6,000 out of your pocket right now. And no one's going to like that either. Mm-hmm. So they're both really, really bad. And it all comes down to management of the reserve fund and the budget. So that's part of your diligence to make sure that you're, you're you know, you're checking in on that to make sure that it is healthy and that it is managed well. Um, on a, on a well-managed condo complex it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. but again things do happen from time to time where you know there might be a sewer line issue underneath the parking lot so they had to dig up the parking lot fix the sewer line Mm -hmm. and then put the parking lot back together where it wasn't in the budget yeah right or they find um carpenter ants have chewed into the the structure of of one of the buildings yeah and so they need to pull all the siding off and repair it and everything else and and it's, it's a huge bill. So that might be something that's not really, it can't be covered in the reserve funds that might require something like that. Things do happen. Um, we could have a, a huge rainfall. And uh, because of the grading wasn't perfect, a lot of people, um, uh, the, uh, the basements were all flooded. And they did like 37 insurance claims. And based on those 37 insurance claims, the insurance for the condominium went up and doubled. So now they're going to need to increase condo fees or do a special assessment. So there's like lots of little things that can happen that are really outside of it. These are all risks of, you know, owning a condominium. Um, you know, things that could possibly happen, but the, it's, it's, it's going to be exact same thing if you own a single family house. Yeah. Except you're the one dealing with all those issues that come up as they come up yeah. instead of somebody else dealing with them. <laughs> exactly. But 
you know, it's it's a bit of a risk if you if you're looking at this as a rental property and you're like, oh, nice, it cash flows one hundred and seventy five dollars a month. This is great. And then condo fees go up by one hundred and fifty and then suddenly your cash flow is gone. Yeah. Right. And there's nothing you can do about it. And if you think about selling it, well, now it's worth twenty thousand dollars less. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So it is a bit of a risk. Um, depending on the tenant profile that you're looking for, and this this comes down to you and what type of tenants you need to determine your tenant profile before you buy a property. But if you're looking for, um, if your perfect tenant profile is, is, um, an oil field worker uh, who makes $150,000 a year and a nurse who makes $75,000 a year, um, not typically going to a young family, not typically going to be, um, renting a two bedroom apartment Mm -hmm. or a three bedroom townhouse. Because they're going, family house. Yep. they're going to probably buy a single family house. So just know who your tenant profile is going to be. And if that fits this type of property, mm-hmm. um, uh, that kind of covers the downside of, of condominiums. Oh, so condominiums, they don't appreciate. Uh, they're the last to appreciate in value. They don't, they don't follow suit with, with residential single family homes. Um, Single family homes tend to hold their value a little bit better. Um, condos just, well, look at the last six years. Yeah. The last six years in Edmonton, you know, townhouses went from $230,000, $240,000 down to like one hundred and fifty. Um. Whereas single family houses stayed the same, like literally exactly the same. Yeah. So that's another downside as well. But I would say, in my opinion, I think the pros and cons are about even. It really depends on you and what you're looking for and mm-hmm. what your goals are. Yeah. I know a lot of people that swear by townhouses. I don't agree with it, all the reasons. And, and don't just take some Facebook post that you saw as, you know, as an expert opinion. Do your own research. Run your own numbers. Weigh your own risks. Look at your goals and where you want to, and the outcomes that you want in your life. And then determine whether it matches what you're trying to do and getting you to your goals. Um, If you're just buying it because it's cheaper, if you're just buying it because it's a lower down payment, it's not a really good reason, right? You should be thinking about what that property is going to provide for you and how it's going to get you to your goals faster. Um, the other thing that I really like is like townhouses are solid rentals. They're so easy mm-hmm. to rent and it's a pretty good tenant profile, assuming you don't have a rundown piece of crap townhouse in a yeah. bad neighborhood. But we're talking like, let's just compare it, you know, a nice townhouse in a nice area, just like a nice single family house in a nice area. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're really great rentals and people love them. It's a, lo- it's a, a little bit of privacy. Like it's definitely when you compare it to like an apartment condo, it's definitely like a, a huge step up and a solid rental for somebody who would stay a long time yeah. compared to like an apartment. You have neighbors above you, below you, beside you, um, people constantly complaining about each other, all that good stuff. So it's kind of like that suited property where you have the tenants like arguing and stuff. Whereas a townhouse is pretty, mm-hmm. you like you don't get a lot of noise transfer. It's like a pretty self-contained unit. It's yeah. almost like a duplex, which duplexes are great. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So I like them as far as tenant profile and rentability. You get long-term tenants. They're easy to rent. So for me, I think it just comes down to the math. Like mm. what's the math on getting towards your goals? If you've done your due diligence and you've looked at the the assessments and the, um, you know, the condo um, documents and all that kind of stuff, and it looks good, it's well managed, all that kind of stuff, the fees are reasonable, then I love townhouses. Yeah. We don't own many at all, but they're great. I love them. Easy to rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jared says... I, I'm missing a huge conversation here, but Jared says Edmonton gives me the heebie-jeebies. I, I don't know. Because uh, he bought and assigned a condo last year in Edmonton with $750 a month condo fees. It was downtown. <laughs> I, <laughs> wasn't it like overlooking the River Valley too? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um. What else we got here in the comments? I'm just going to skim through this real fast and then we'll be uh, wrapping it up here. Uh, so it seems like there's just been a whole conversation going on while I, while, I, while I was talking. So I don't need to repeat everything here, but I'm glad to see that everybody, um, and I don't take that personally. I'm glad to see that everyone is, um, you know, engaging in the chat and yeah. networking and, this the, we talk about this all the time, but there's just an amazing community um, on the morning show. Yeah, uh, and it, it's so cool to see everybody like meeting at like the meetups that we hold to, and being like, "Hey, how you doing for yeah. the morning show?" Yeah. So um, definitely, you know, join in live every morning, get part of the conversation, ask your questions, um, learn lots, network, um, and get up early. Get up early and, and get a good start to the day. Um, these are the type of conversations that I like to have first thing in the morning. Um, you know, rather than like reading the news about, you know, the, the headline of the day. Um, this is the right way to start your day yeah. with the right people. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So Monday we will be doing, uh, the draw for the top fan of the month. Yes, we will. For the free month of mentorship. Um, Congratulations and good luck to everyone. Uh, tonight, um, meet us at 7 p.m. in the Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook group. Mountain Time. Mountain Time for the Joint Ventures 101. Uh, and uh, otherwise, we'll Have see a great weekend. you guys on Monday. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 